Hello and welcome to Snacks, a bite-sized pod where we discuss news, trending topics, behind-the-scenes updates and things that have caught our attention. <laughs> I'm ha- pretty happy with our intros at the moment. We've got a bit of um, Arnold. Shout yeah. out to Arnold. He, he pumped his tyres and said he, he strangely waits for a Snacks intros and he makes his day. So uh, I hope this little shout-out goes a long way to making you feel happy today, Arnold. Because I know what, Arnold, you made Robbie feel very happy with that comment. You haven't stopped talking about it, have you? Well, You're here to please. That's, that's what we, it's what we do here at uh, Funny Business Podcast, you know, we just put good things out in the world and make people smile, huh? Oh, I like that. Enough pats on our own backs. What do you got for us today? <laughs> What's on? Hey, well, today is Hump Day Headlines and we're talking new stuff, things that have caught our attention. First of all, uh, article coming out of the Canberra Times, Australia launches $1 billion missile, missile plan. Um, there's a, a cool picture of <laughs> ScoMo in his, uh, in his fighter jet helmet because... <laughs> He's he wearing a vest as yeah, well. Yeah, he's off his head, bro. Oh. <laughs> There's other things to fix, mate. But that's all right. Go, go dress up in full kit if you want. <laughs> yeah. Australia will produce its own guided missiles under a $1 billion plan to build a new weapons facility in partnership with a global arms manufacturer. <laughs> the federal government expects to spend $100 billion on missiles and other guided weapons over the next two decades in response to a worsening strategic environment. Prime Minister Scott Morrison, who will announce the plan on Wednesday said creating sovereign capability was essential. As the COVID-19 pandemic has shown, having the ability for self-reliance, be it vaccine development or the defence of Australia, is vital to our meeting our own requirements in a changing global environment. Tell you what, the government expects the new facility could generate $40 billion in local production and export sales over the next 20 years. I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> Weapons? Like, what's going on? Is it going to be World War Three? It feels like they're prepping for World War Three or something. I just feel like if... Uh, at the end of the day, if something's going to happen, someone's going to nuke someone and we're all gone anyway. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, well, that's what I think. Isn't it the 200, every 250 years or something? Something bad happens? Hey, I think we're, we're almost it? due. It's hard not to be tinfoil hat hiding under... The- <laughs> we're almost due. We're you almost can't. due. Yeah, oh, that's pretty fucked. It's a... Gl- Who knows, really? There's so much stuff going on. I feel like, especially with COVID happening, there's a lot going on behind the scenes. There's things getting done... Uh, because they're probably not getting the coverage that they normally would with everything that's going on. I feel like there's plenty of stuff going on. What I'm, do you just, reckon? I'm just happy to be down here in uh, safe Torquay. Well, d- d- you know, you never know. Avalon Airport, they might, maybe they'll target Avalon Airport and oh. drive down the <laughs> drive, drive down the Princess Freeway and come down and knock on our door. Yeah, I don't know, but where would be the safest place in the world? You reckon at the moment? Torquay's pretty close. Hey, don't let everyone, don't let everyone in. Don't <laughs> let everyone in. Where else are you in? New Zealand? I feel like, oh, Tassie. Surely no one's going to Tassie. They just leave them alone, huh? Yeah, whatever you want to do down whatever there. Whatever you want to do good. down there, man. Cold as. <laughs> hey, much have... love to those who listen down in Tassie. We <laughs> yeah. love our Tassie listeners. Oh. Anyway, another article moving on. Um, anyway, ScoMo buying missiles and rockets sounds good. Um, <laughs> sewer, sewer Canal. So the issue is going on. Uh, Six days after Suez Canal reopens after con- container ship refloats. Six days after wedging itself tight in Egypt's Suez Canal, holding up $10 billion in trade each day, the ever given one of the world's biggest container ships refloated and sailed on to the Great Bitter Lake, where it will undergo an inspection. According to the canal authorities, efforts have also been begun to get more than 450 vessels waiting to pass through the 120-mile canal sees about 15% of global shipping traffic. Tell you what, this has been something that has been made headlines uh, across the world. Well, we were having a look at it before and just showing you, uh, just showing you what it actually is. 
And you were blown away by it. It's not very wide. It's, <laughs> it's not very two, deep. 205 metres wide, this one passage. And that's where, like, the world's... 15% of global shipping traffic goes through this canal and it's 200 metres wide. Who lives there? There's houses. There's, like, an aerial. There's, like, people who can li- like, live right near there. So does that mean, like, is that how drugs and, like, get into other countries and shit as well? Do they jump on these vessels, do you reckon? I've got no idea. Hold up the drug. Like Cartels it. as well. They wouldn't be happy, would they? Everyone's not happy. I'll dial up. Where's my product? I'll dial, <laughs> I'll dial up Pablo Escobar, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pablo, you there? Yeah. Well, it affects everything, doesn't it? Yeah, but it's crazy. Can, can you believe $10 <laughs> billion dollars of trade every day and it's been held up for six days? $60 billion of traffic, 400 ships waiting eBay to orders? go through. Are they our eBay orders? Yeah. Are they our clothes and stuff? Or is that oil and shit? What is it? So it's just everything. Mm. It's everything that goes through those sort of areas. Imagine, but there's no one on board, obviously, is there? Who's who's riding the thing? Did they just capsize yeah. over as well? What happened? No, they got they got stuck. They didn't they didn't flip. They just got stuck. Of course, there's people on board. It's yeah, a massive geez. ship. Jeez, it's one of the world's biggest shipping containers. They have to be. <laughs> I thought it was self-driving, like you know, well, like, like Elon Musk's yeah, well, self-driving boats. Surely that's not too far away, is it? But that is kind of scary, isn't it? That it, well, you've shown us the other passage, like the long way to go, and that was an extra. Is that two weeks or something two like weeks that? or something yeah so that's a bit annoying for the people who need their oil <laughs> so, fucking, so fucking everyone <laughs> anyway we're going to talk about a new doco that's come out on Netflix um, shout out to Naz Daddy who sent this one through Seaspiracy that just went live on Netflix last week um, pretty much talking about conflict of interest with sustainability companies and the fisheries so uh, pretty Intense doco talking about some interesting facts. I'm going to pull some off their uh, off their Instagram at the moment with some facts that 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 they've raised throughout their doco. So if you haven't had a chance to go check this out on Netflix, it's definitely on Lock and I's to do list. We're gonna. Um, I've been trying to convince M, my wife, to watch it, and but at night she's just too busy watching The Masked Singer, huh? Hundred percent. You love The Masked Singer, and you're gonna get it that on DVD. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're going to JB Hi-Fi to buy a DVD player so you can watch that again. anyway. Here are some eight, eight facts about our ocean that will shock you. 90% of the world's large fish have been wiped out by fishing. Slavery in the seafood industry is reported in 47 countries. Governments give $35 billion to the fishing industry every year to continue plundering our seas. But according to the UN, only $30 billion is needed to solve world hunger. 250,000 sea turtles are captured, injured or killed by the fishing industry every year in the United States compared to a global survey which estimated a 1,000 sea turtles die in plastic per year. 46% of the Great Pacific garbage, garbage patch is comprised of fishing nets. 300,000 dolphins, whales and porpoises are killed in fishing nets every year, along with 30,000 sharks per hour. Enough fishing line is set every day to wrap around the earth 500 times. 3.9 billion acres of seafloor is deforested every year by trawling. Uh, and that's it. So watch, if you want to know... <laughs> there you go. There's a bit going on, There's isn't plenty there? plenty going on. I'm going to go watch this doco. He's going to get the... Uh... If it's anything like cowspiracy, I think I'll love it. Well, some of these are damning facts, aren't they? Well, like, I, I, like I don't it. think I've ever said damning in real life before. I've, I've wrote it, but I've never said it. But that's alarming, isn't it? Every hour... 30,000 sharks. Every hour. Every hour, dead. Why? Why? Well, I'm scared of sharks, but I, I know oh. we I know we need them. But they're, yeah, they're I just think leave them alone. Do leave we like alone. fish that much anyway? Do we actually like fish? You're the you're the fussiest eater in, in the world. I know. World. I don't huh? mind flake. You'll have you'll have the fish. <laughs> it's deep fried <laughs> and wrapped in plastic. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Calamari rings. Yeah. 
Oh. Give us the plastic special. Anyway, get around that. If you have watched it or you're going to watch it when you do, let us know what you think. We're going to give it a list, give it a whirl tonight or over the next couple of days and uh, yeah. let you know what our thoughts were once we've gone through it. So, But thanks for Naz for shooting that through. You know, uh, Next one comes from... Oh, yeah. We've got, a, we've got a, something sent to us through our Instagram from Mr. Dill Nourish. Uh, big shout out to him. He's doing some good things. Uh, he shot us through. There's a Toronto restaurant renamed their burgers so they can be expensed to your job. So, like on the menu, literally, I'll put it in the notes so you can see. But there's a mini dry erase whiteboard, which is a diamond chicken burger. Uh, ergonomic aluminium laptop stand, which is <laughs> which is a beef burger. The wired earphones with mic, which is the veggie burger. And the silicon keyboard cover, uh, which looks like the BYO burger, which is... Very smart. I don't think I've never heard uh, of a business doing that before, but that's fucking pretty. I reckon South Bank, a few ideas there, right? Eh? I tell you, if you're listening and you run a burger joint or have something like that, and you can, you can get me expensing my lunch every day. I'll be, the, I'll be there every day. I'll be fat. Uh, yes, I'll take a receipt. Thank you very much. Oh, yes. One receipt, please. Tax, imagine if that didn't work. Imagine if the printer was down. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? Hey, anyway, um, good, good. Hey, the things that have caught our attention have caught our attention. Thank, Thank you, Dill, for setting that through. If you do have any other news or any interesting things that you've spotted in uh, any headlines that you've seen, we'd love for you to send them through. We'll definitely talk about them on Snacks. So. Do our research for us. That's what we're trying to get at, That's we? what we're saying. If, you think, if you've got something that's caught your attention, maybe it'll catch ours too, huh? <laughs> Slide into the DMs. Uh, give us something to talk about. It was hard today, wasn't it? There wasn't much going on. Slow news day today. <laughs> it was a slow news day. We'll, we'll try, but uh, uh, in, in under 10 minutes, mate, you'd be happy. That's it. Enjoy your Wednesday, and we'll see you tomorrow for another episode coming at your hot. Yeah, and a guest episode.